The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. hosts adam and john space welcome to throwback trivia takedown a no holds barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory i'm your host john spees and i'm your co-host adam spees today we have two new ingredients to be added to our trivial soup in one corner he's a real american and he'll take you down with his 24-inch pythons, brother. It's Pate the Hulk Hogan. Woo! Pate, brother. welcome to the show. And uh, tell the folks at home a little bit about you. Oh, thanks for having so much for having me and asking me to be on, guys. I can't, I can't wait. Uh, I am a uh, IT director for the local school district in uh, New Madrid, Missouri. Uh, born and raised here. Uh, really enjoy your podcast. Really enjoy the format. Really enjoy the, the range you get. You know of uh, the decades and the styles and stuff, and can't wait to uh, can't wait to play today. Appreciate it. Did you have any thoughts that there would be anything other than a, a Hogan reference, a Hulk Hogan <laughs> reference today? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you know you brought up good old Uncle Hulk, <laughs> Uncle Uncle Hunky Hulk. <laughs> All right, in the other corner, he'll live forever in his champagne supernova and cast no shadow on his wonder wall. It's Liam, the Oasis Huntley. Yeah. <laughs> Liam, welcome to the show, and uh, tell the folks at home a little bit about you. Thank you both. Um, so I used to be a uh, kind of a, a slave to the 9-to-5 job calendar, but as of a few months ago, I'm my own boss. I'm a private practice mental health therapist here in lovely Colorado Springs, right at the foot of the Rockies. Love what I do. And that is fantastic. I, you know, born and raised in Hawaii and then 30 years in California, I needed snow. And we're four <laughs> days we're four days away from the first snow drop, so can't wait for it. Okay. Uh, uh good for you. <laughs> yeah, Adam, you spent some time in that in that area, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, being I grew up all my life pretty much in Georgia and then lived in California. And then I did four years in Denver, but that four years was enough to make me realize <laughs> I never want to be in the snow ever again. Well, the, the great thing about no. Colorado Springs versus Denver, we'll get 10 inches of snow one day and it's gone the next. Yeah, Whereas Denver, sure even just 45 minutes away, it'll sit there for days and days. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Words you'll all never right. hear me utter. I need snow. I need snow, yeah. (laughs) All right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of ten questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants 
but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, of course, before we get started, I want to know our contenders just a little bit better. And since I mentioned soup, I want to know, what is y'all's favorite soup? What a pullback, John. <laughs> I was like, how is it going to ring this back in? <laughs> Loved it. Mmm, soup. Hope it's a name. Sorry, I'm not going to make any. Good don't want to give any hints away. Uh, I mean, I, French onion soup is is my favorite. Cool. Do we have a, there's a restaurant? I don't know if it's a national chain or just local here to the state. But they have a lobster bisque, which anytime I'm feeling sick, anytime I have dental surgery or whatever, that nice creamy bisque with little chunks of lobster meat in it, can't beat it. So interesting choices from both of you. Actually, both soups that I had never liked until I went to culinary school, and then I really learned to love them both. So it's a tough choice, but... If, if I got to pick one, nothing quite as comforting as a good French onion soup. So Pate's oh, going to get to go yep. first in round one. All right, sir, what uh, category would you like? Just TV. Okay. Okay. Decade is the 70s. Start us off. Perhaps the most influential American sitcom during the 1970s, what Norman Lear production was based on the British program Till Death Do Us Part? Uh... The Odd Couple. The Odd Couple is incorrect. Liam, can you steal? If it's what I'm thinking of, it's also one of the like originators of multiple, multiple spinoffs and grandchildren spinoffs. Is it All in the Family? All in the Family is correct. Nicely done. All right, so we start off with a steal, and now, Liam, you get to pick your category. Let's, let's just go movies. Okay. And that decade is all the way back to the 50s. Uh, okay. I can do that. The 1956 film, Somebody Up There Likes Me, tells the true story of, <laughs> Ross, of Rocky Graziano from childhood to his middleweight championship in 1947. It stars what saucy actor with a cool hand? Paul Newman. Paul Newman is correct. <laughs> Good Paul. Not gonna lie, his salad dressings are pretty bomb. Yes, they're not bad. Yeah, well, they're not bad. That would have been my uh, guess too. So if it wasn't right, there was gonna be no steal. <laughs> All right, back over to Pate. Let's get you some points on the board, sir. What category would you like? Uh, toys and games. Toys and games. It's the '80s. Originally painted in 1981 by artist Alina Kucharik to be used on greeting cards from American Greetings. What characters were turned into plush toys in 1983? Each one had a different color or shade and had a unique picture on the stomach that represented its personality. I mean, I... Care Bears? Care Bears is correct. Okay. I am not shut out. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Simple victories in life. All right, back over to Liam. All right, I've been waiting for a long time to say this. Let's go with some literature. Yeah, literature is coming at you, Liam, and it's the 70s. Okay, I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet. You want to get sued? Don't, don't mispronounce the name of this 1977 novel by Stephen King 
That was his third published novel and first hardback bestseller. Can you repeat it? Yes. Quiet. You want to get sued? Don't mispronounce the name of this 1977 novel by Stephen King. That was his third published novel and first hardback bestseller. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to kick myself for this cuz I love Stephen King and I just was at the Stanley Hotel last weekend where I, I well what the heck I'm just going to go with cuz it was I was at the Stanley is it the Shining The Shining is correct. Yeah. It took Whoa. me a minute John but that hint was perfect. Uh, isn't that from The Simpsons? They it called a, it The yeah. Shinning. Yep. Uh, and it was Willie. Willie said, shh, quiet, you want to get sued? <laughs> or something like that. Yep. So good. Uh, All right. Back over to Pate. Let's slang. Mm. All right. Let's slang. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 70s. Jeez. In the 70s, a closet disco queen was someone who did what at home? Where no one could see them, and not in public. Never heard this term. A closet disco queen. Wear makeup. I have no clue. Wear makeup is incorrect. Liam, can you steal? The only thing I can think of is like dancing with the windows closed or dancing with the drapes closed. So dancing. Dancing is correct. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would consider myself a closet disco queen. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just, I like I have the confidence. Just go out there, do it in front of everybody. That's what I like to do. No, my husband would say the same thing about me. No, I'll dance at home where only he can see. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's like I have no idea how to move my feet. <laughs> All right, Liam, you get the steal, and you get to pick your next category. Let's go with one of my favorite things: food. Okay. Mm. It's the 70s. People <laughs> either run to dice or just keep rolling 70s. Oh, geez. From 1978 to 1982, Pepsi released this clear apple-flavored soda that, to my knowledge, was not created in a Colorado ski town. Oh, oh gosh. Um, okay, I will get kicked out of Colorado if I can't pull this one. <laughs> and I think it's one of my favorite day trips. Was it Aspen? Aspen is correct yeah i was kind of going through the different colorado ski towns and you know aspen's the one that only sounded like a soda to me too yeah all right we're going back to pete and left we've got music pate sports pate you're right and i mess i knew that hey. i'm sorry pate. okay yeah look if i had a dollar every time somebody gave me the wrong name it ain't that big a deal you know what i i can totally understand because as a last name spees we get called spears Spears all the time. Oh, yeah. Even though there is no R in the name. All right, left, we've got music, sports, news and politics, and fashion. Uh, Let's just see how bad I stink at music. Okay. It's the 60s. The Drifters' highest charting song only hit number 40 on the Billboard 200 chart. Where did they want you to know they'd be having some fun? Under the boardwalk? Under the Boardwalk is correct. Nice. Oh, nice. We'll be having some fun. Good song. Uh, great song. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's, it's but good. it only hit number 40. That's I know, which is weird because <laughs> I, I that song is so synonymous 
yeah. to me with that. Well, kind I mean, of time. what's what's funny? You talk about like these charts hits, you know, and of course, in the other podcast, where they want to argue what a mega hit is and yeah. right. everything else. <laughs> I mean, you should just probably rename, you know, some of these things to the greatest earworm from, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there but you yes, go. it's how songs do and produce and stuff. You know, it's kind of crazy. Uh, all right, Liam, it's your turn to pick. Yeah, let's go with sports. Okay. And it's the 50s. We're having trouble getting these uh, newer newer decades. All right. We got a question brought to you by Gary Middleton. Oh, oh, boy. In the 1950s, there were two world capitals that hosted Olympic Games. They are just under five. They are just under 500 air miles apart from each other. Name them both. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> uh, Gary. Love you, Gary. Mm-hmm. Um, have fun, Pate. Go for it. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pate, can you steal? I don't know where Olympics are ever held. These people who <laughs> rattle them off like there's back of their head. Uh, Helsinki's held Olympics and Athens have held Olympics. There, Helsinki and Athens. Helsinki and Athens is incorrect, but you are half right. It is Helsinki and Oslo. Uh, wow. Trust me. I just had to go back to my brain and find two cities that I've heard hosted the Olympics. I'm not a Olympic. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's quite all right. All right. Uh, Pete, you get to pick your category. I guess I get uh, news and politics. <laughs> yeah. So just a little bit more afraid of fashion. Hey, and it's the 2000s. Both Russia and what country were condemned internationally for their actions during the 2008 Ossetia War, where hundreds of civilians were killed? Go dogs? Can you read it one more time? Mm-hmm. Both Russia and what country were condemned internationally for their actions during the 2008 Ossetia War, where hundreds of civilians were killed? Go dogs? Uh, well, since it's a country over in that area and go dogs leads me to Georgia, I'll just guess Georgia. Georgia is correct. Yeah. I like your, that sad, pathetic go dogs. <laughs> you can't really say that enthusiastically you know. when hundreds of civilians were killed on yeah. both sides. All right. Uh, that leaves uh, Liam with fashion. It does. <laughs> and it's the. 50s, or sorry, the 70s. I apologize for the fifth time. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Yay. Come on, bell bottoms. Come on, bell bottoms. All right. <laughs> Though different from bell bottoms, which were snug until they flare out from the knee, what long women's pants are cut with a loose, extremely wide leg that flares out evenly from the waist? Their name comes from the Italian word for palace. That's the only way I would I would get there. Italy is one of my favorite places. Are they Palazzo pants? Palazzo pants is correct. Uh. All right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? All right, thanks to a couple steals, we have currently a double up. Liam has 60 to Pate's 30. All right, but anything can happen in round two. That's right, Liam can bet it all at the end and lose. (laughs) Yes, always, always bet it all, Liam. I'm I'm not Mr. Eat. I'm not going to do that. 
<laughs> well, the problem is he does it and he doesn't lose, though. At yeah. The end. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, very few people are Mr. Ede. Yeah. All right, uh, Pate, you get to pick first in round one. So, Liam, you get to pick for uh, Pate here in round two. What category do you want to give to him? Well, let's just keep the tradition rolling. Fashion to fashion. Have fun, Fashion Pate. to fashion. I'm going to laugh. It's the 80s. It's the 80s. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's legit. That's what it rolled on. All right. Yep. All right. Even if you know the answer, I'm going to read the whole question. Sit up straight and tell me what type of sock was popular in the 1980s that featured a heavy, non-elastic upper that could be pushed down into heavy folds around the ankles or pulled up to the knee. Uh, tube socks? Tube socks is incorrect. Liam, can you steal? Uh, I was going to say knee highs, so that's the only thing that came to mind, so knee high socks. Uh, I'm going to need you to be more specific than knee high. Um, really snug knee-high socks? I have no clue. <laughs> really snug knee-high socks is incorrect. I believe, I'm just double-checking myself, I believe the difference between a tube sock and, and this type of sock is that a tube sock still has an elastic band around the top to keep it snug against the, the leg. This one specifically does not, and they were called slouch socks. Never heard of it. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, all right. Pate, I believe you are now picking for Liam. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he gets news and politics. Okay. And it's the 70s. Of course it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On May 31st, 1970, the Ancash earthquake caused a landslide that buried the town of Yungay, where more than 47,000 people were killed. In what South American country did this happen? So that's what Stevie Nicks was singing about. Landslide. Oh, landslide. Okay. Oh, 70s. Rumors. It, it took me the song a second. Landslide. Okay. Um, can you repeat Sorry. it one more time? Yes. On May 31st, 1970, the Ancash earthquake caused a landslide that buried the town of Yungay, where more than 47,000 people were killed. In what South American country did this happen? Glad nobody can see me doing this, except for you guys. Um, Argentina. Argentina is incorrect. Pate, can you steal? Uh, smart money's to take the one that takes up the whole continent, but something tells me it's not that easy. Chile. Chile is also incorrect. Both of you were kind of in the right area. I'm looking for Peru. I picked well, we something with a lot of mountains. Yeah. Yeah. We were on the right continent, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just thought he we didn't tell you it was on that continent. <laughs> hey, hey, at least we didn't say, you know, yeah, South America or South Asia. <laughs> right. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, all right, Adam, I'm lost. Where are we? Uh, Liam is picking for Peyton. There we are. I'm going to be nice this time. Go with Poison Games. Okay. It's the 70s. I'm sorry. It <laughs> keeps rolling. It keeps rolling. <sighs> Despite the name. Stevie Nicks was not involved in the creation of this 1971 Parker Brothers political election game where players must play for electoral votes and the most votes win. I've never heard of this game, but I'm just going to have to say landslide. (laughs) 
landslide is correct. I mean, wow. I mean, for the record, that would have been my answer anyway had we not yeah. just mentioned it. Right. It wasn't like a... Un- it's just funny we went there. straight into it. Yeah. Well, really, Liam, what happened was they feel sorry for me, so he's throwing me a bone. <laughs> and he says it was on the 70s, but he's like, ah, we'll uh-huh. just take care of it this way. <laughs> I mean, to be fair to Adam, Adam can't see my questions. Yeah. He did, yeah. he, we have no knowledge of each other's questions before we do this, so it was mm-hmm. entirely uh, luck. All right, uh, Pate, what uh, what do you want to give to Liam? Um, uh, By the way, we are only three categories away from having every 70s question. Seven, yeah, and yeah. the exactly, that is definitely a possibility. Slang, I guess. Okay. Slang, all right. Well, it'll be something different this time. It'll be the 60s. Not to be confused with our creepy, crawly insect friends, this 60s two-word rhyming slang is simply another name for a very popular German car model. Slugbug? Did you repeat that? Slugbug? Slugbug is correct. Wow. Okay. Good pull. Thank you. Liam, you get to pick four. Pate, what do you want to give him? (sighs) It's early. I still want more food for breakfast, so food. (laughs) Food for Pate. It's the 60s. First developed in 1965 by a team of researchers led by Dr. Robert Cade, what drink was created at the University of Florida to replenish the carbohydrates that the school's student-athletes burned and the combination of water and electrolytes that they lost in sweat during rigorous sports sports activities? You can drink the Haterade these days, but originally it was the Gatorade. Gatorade is correct. Mm-hmm. Naturally, we called our stuff Gatorade. If you've <laughs> ever seen that commercial, that's how they say it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pate, we left. Uh, we have literature, sports, TV, music, and movies. Which one do you want to give to Liam? Music. Okay. Chance for the 70s. Let's do it. Now I'm kind of hoping we get all 10. <laughs> it's the 80s, oh, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> Which 70s rocket man? had an 80s hit with the song, I'm Still Standing. Sir Elton John. Sir Elton John <laughs> is correct. All right. What do you want to give to Pate? I'll give him sports. Okay. Hey, this time it is the 70s. Okay. <laughs> we can go for 9 out of 10. <laughs> In a decisive Game 7 against the L.A. Lakers, a hobbled Willis Reed emerged from the locker room to return to the floor after missing game six with a torn thigh muscle. Reed inspired his teammates on what New York team to a 113.99 victory and their first championship? Uh, uh, the New York Knicks. The Knicks is correct. Nice. There's job. only two to choose from, so. Yeah, them or the Nets, them or the Nets. Yeah, and I... Didn't figure it had been the Nets, but mm-hmm. I also didn't think that, you know, I about game theoried myself out of that one. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Hey, yep, we got literature, TV, and movies. He could have literature because hopefully it's a comic book question. <laughs> it's the 80s. Now, we've only had one question from the entirety of all the 90s and 2000s so far. What 1980 novel by Douglas Adams is the second book in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series? Oh, boy. I know the, the answer is always 42, but that's not the correct answer this time, is it? Um, 
so long and thanks for all the fish. So long and thanks for all the fish is incorrect. Yeah. Pate, can you steal? Nope. Uh, <laughs> one with life in the title. Now, I mean, I've never read these books, but the one with life in the title. The one with life in the title is incorrect. Uh, this was called The Restaurant at the End of the, the, universe. End of the universe. Yeah. Dang it. Okay. If it was the one with life in the title, would I got credit since, you know, it was probably not <laughs> life in the title? Probably not. Hard uh, nose. All right. Hard nose. We've got uh, TV and movies left. What do you want to uh, give to Pate? What do you want to keep for yourself, Liam? I want well, that one, so I will give Pate movies. Okay. And it's the 90s. And we have a question from Brian Nash. What was the name of the 1984 chilling sci-fi comedy that introduced the universe to space herpes? I have no... I can't even... I can't even come up with a guess. So, pass. All right, Liam, can you steal? Can you repeat the question? Because I, <laughs> sure. I just got totally lost. What was the name of the 1984 chilling sci-fi comedy that introduced the universe to space herpes? Is that a B or a P in the last word? It's space herpes. Space herpes. Chilling. I have no clue. Uh, Adam, you got a guess? I mean, I'll try a guess. I don't think I know this one too much, but with chilling, it's going to have like cold or ice or something to it is my guess. And the herpes, the way you say it, herpes, makes me think of like R. So I'm going to say, is there something called like ice pirates? It's called the ice pirates. I, I, it was in there. It was wow. obviously in there. I just want to say, Brian actually wrote the words, pause for effect in the question. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Brian, for that question. All right, we're left with uh, TV. Yes, we are. All right, TV for Liam, and the decade is the 60s. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so many. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who was the titular character in a British sci-fi series that ran for 26 seasons from 1963 to 1989? It got a continuation in 2013 and is still running today. I hate to be that guy, but can you repeat that again? Sure. Who was the titular character in a British sci-fi series that ran for 26 seasons from 1963 to 1989? It got a continuation in 2013 and is still running today. Part of the timeline seems correct, but and the other part seems, I don't know, um... Just because I'm looking forward to her final episode tonight, I'm just going to go with Doctor Who. Doctor Who is correct. Oh. Could tell what else it would be. The, the second timeline threw me off, but okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That is the end of our second round. Adam, what is our score? All right. The lead has gotten no bigger or no smaller. Uh, Liam still has 30 more points. He has 90 to Pate's 60. All right. So let's find out uh, what categories are going to go into our final round. Liam, since you were in the lead, which category would you like? Mm, well, TV has been friendly so far, so let's go with TV. 
Okay. And it's the 90s. All right. And Pate. Mm, part of me just wants to pick something screwy. <laughs> hope it he would be- not be the first person and, to do that. So. And, and hope yeah. he bets wrong, which I'd have to get them both right anyway. So <sighs> sports. Okay. All right. And it's the 80s. All right. So, gentlemen, based on 90s TV and 80s sports, go ahead and write down your bids. Do you need to see them or you trust them? Nah, just, just write them down. We, we trust yeah, we trust you. Yeah, because, I mean, the internet fame we're going to get from this is going to make us so popular <laughs> that, you know. Wait, wait wasn't this, isn't this the million-dollar game? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Million credit game. Yeah, uh, credits, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You get, yeah, you get throwback bucks. <laughs> uh, only, oh, only, only usable in the throwback lounge. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> Ooh. Go up there and make them sing whatever we want to in the throwback lounge. Yeah. Like a piano bar. There you go. Mm. All right. Okay. Just let I'm me know good. when you guys are ready. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. ready. All right. Here is your 90s TV question. What show portrayed the daily lives of two detectives, played by Rob Estes and Mitzi Capture, who solve sexually-based oh. crimes of passion among the ultra-rich of Palm Beach, Florida? And your 80s sports question. At the 1982 Lotta Classic, Steve Davis potted the first 147 break, also known as a maximum break, to be televised live. In what sport that... Honestly, sounds like it should be a cookie. Did this happen? All right. While our contestants think about their answers, I'm in here to tell you guys, if you want to be in our patron tournament and get uh, uh, on the show and into the fun tournament starting March of 2023, you have to jump into our Patreon at the $5 level at least. And then there is a play-in round that you're going to have to beat some other folks uh, in kind of like a um, rapid-fire answering uh option that we're going to be doing here kind of a what are we calling it the derby or something something like that something like that um and uh then the top 16 will or the 15 players who go through will take on eric Eid, and he was our past champion and see uh how this tournament goes but that's if you guys want to be on the tournament if you just want to support us go to patreon.com slash throwback trivia takedown uh and check us out and we hope you guys are having fun because we are really loving giving you guys some throwback trivia i'm as good as i'm gonna get I mean, I've got one guess, and I have no idea on the other. Zero idea on the other. What were the years of the TV show, so I can at least say something, maybe in the right area? Um, I did not give the years of the TV show. I know you didn't. I was just hoping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was in the 90s. I can tell you that. I know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to pick a TV show from the... At USA up all night crap. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Okay, I got an answer. I got two answers. Sorry, not one answer. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's find out uh, which uh, what what you guys answered for the questions. Pate, what were your answers to the questions? Uh, for the TV show, uh, it something to do with bullets. Bullets in paradise. Bullets over paradise. That one on the USA network. And then for the uh, game, the only game I know where you break stuff and get a whole bunch of points, at sn- or can get a bunch of points at Snook. Bullets, I guess you want me to pick one of them. Bullets in Paradise and okay. Snook. All right. 
And Liam. Man, Pate, you got I you got me. I thought you were gonna pull it there. Um I could not pull a thing for sports and I didn't I didn't think oatmeal raisin was a sport, so I just went with curling. And you know, y'all they talk about guilty pleasure, T V shows. This one was one for me. It was silk stockings. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's find out the correct answers. The uh, sport that uh, Steve Davis uh, hit the first live TV maximum break was snooker, and the TV show starring Rob Estes and Missy Capture was indeed Silk Stockings. So unfortunately, nobody's going to be getting their points with this one, so it's coming down to bids. Let's find out how we did. Pate, how much did you bid? On the chance that I could accidentally get it right, and he bet flat zero... I took the 31. All right. And Liam. So did I. I also went 31. All right. Uh Adam, do that mathifizing. Let us know. What is our final score? All right. With a final score of 59 to 29, Liam is the winner of the day. Good job, sir. That was a really fun game. That was was, fun. I appreciate you having us. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, thank you again for coming on here. This is the time when we kind of let you guys uh, just have the final word on stuff. Uh, Pate, what would you, uh, anything you want to leave us with? Oh, no, I just appreciate the amount of content that you all pump out and put out for all of us to listen to. Uh, The games are always fun. I I I guess probably the most interesting aspect of your games is, you know, yeah, I'll take sports because I like sports from 1980 to present. Oh, there's a 1950 sports question. Backfired right in your face. <laughs> you know, and how you throw, you know, you count comic books as literature, which is fine. You know, that's, that's the rule. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it wouldn't matter if it's a comic book or an old novel. I wouldn't know most of it anyway. But, you know, I just appreciate the little quirks about it and how, it, you know, it's just a, you know, luck of the draw situation on what year you get, stuff like that. It's you know just it's great entertainment. Well, Pete used his time to praise us. Liam, you want to do the same? I mean, you can talk about anything, and that's what he chose to do. Well, if it'll get me back on the show, um, yeah. I you know there are four trivia podcasts that I listen to religiously, um, and you guys are definitely one of them. And just the the humor that you guys bring into it, and the, the great questions. Except for the Gary Middleton question. Um, <laughs> love you, Gary. Please don't hate me. Um, but no, I just want to thank you guys for getting Peyton me on here and but not making us look like fools. Um, and you do that yourself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's easy enough for me. I don't need any extra help. Um, but you know, I just want to encourage everybody. I'm a mental health therapist and I'm also, I see a therapist. So I just want to encourage everyone to keep your mental health as one of your primary focuses. That's my spiel. Adam, my ego is sufficiently inflated. (laughs) Oh man, I'm feeling real good. (laughs) All right. Thank you again, gentlemen. That's Adam and I'm John. This was another episode of throwback trivia takedown. Thank you for listening to throwback trivia takedown. 
If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. We wrestled the demon Pazuzu in The Exorcist. Your mother is in here, Karis. Would you like to leave a message? I'll see that she gets it. We hooked the fisherman killer, Ben Willis, and I know what you did last summer. Oh, you got a letter? I got run over, Helen gets her hair chopped off, Julie gets a body in her trunk, and you get a letter. That's balanced. We survived a summer away with the angel of death, Angela Baker, in sleepaway camp. Look what I did. I packed you and your cousin some goodies for the ride up to camp. Wasn't that nice of me, hmm? But we ain't seen nothing yet. Join Alex and Dean of the Return Revenge Resurrection Podcast as we go toe-to-toe with the ever-resourceful Michael Myers. I shot him six times! Be there as we discuss the Halloween franchise in its entirety, from John Carpenter's beloved 1978 classic to David Gordon Green's epic forthcoming finale. I shot him in the heart! We cover it all. The good, the bad, and the bloody. Return Revenge Resurrection, a podcast that slashes its way through horror movie franchises. You don't know what death is. New episodes every Thursday, available wherever podcasts are found. I told everyone!